What up? It's your boy Breeze. Feel the breeze with my co-host. You know who it is, Mr. S. Dot Superstar. Stress the realest sensation is in the building. What's up, man? Bro, I love how you keep leveling up. You know what I mean? Like, first you were <laughs> stressed, right? Then yes, you were stressed the realest. Then you're stressed the realest sensation. Now you <laughs> ate a... You ate a, you were like Super Mario. You ate that mushroom and now you stress the realest sensation superstar, expert, alidocious, XP Keller, fragilistic, whatever. You already know. Like, come on, man. You gotta keep going. Gotta keep blowing and mowing and going. You know what bro, it is. Bro, we, we done did it today. I, we I, done did it today, sir. I, I just gotta say, how you feeling about this? How you feeling? Man, I'm excited. I really I'm, am. I'm like, I'm anticipating what we got for you because this is just on another level. Yes, and this it is. is. This, this is like, this is like royalty for like a lot of people. I don't know how they look at it. This is how I look at it. This is going to be one of the people that's going to sit on top of the throne and going to push his way to the top. Like, I don't, I, I feel don't, that. I feel that. I, I, I don't know how to that. say it. Let's just, let's just get to it. Let's go ahead and just do what we do. Come on. Are you man. ready get to unveil? Yeah. Are you ready to unveil what we have today, sir? Let's, let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, straight, straight, straight to you from Phil the Breeze to all of you is the one and only Mr. Biaso. What's up, bro? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, man? What's cracking? Oh, you know, we, we out here, bro, just doing our thing. Bro, first of all, thank you so much for taking time to go ahead and join the show. Means more than you know to us, my brother. Yeah, yeah, no, that's all good, man. I appreciate you, uh, you know, having me on here, man. You know, uh, uh, that's what's up, man. You know, that's how we do it, bro. So, okay, bro, I want you to do me a little favor before we get into this, okay? Mm-hmm. I want you to tell the people who you are, where you come from, and then we will do the rest, sir. Okay, well, I mean, you know, uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I was born and born and raised out here in uh, Seattle, Washington. You know, grew up out here in the, in the city, and um, uh, you know, I mean, shit, man. I uh, uh, had a little turbulent life as a juvenile and shit coming up. You know, I mean, out here in Seattle, and um, even though a lot of people think that Seattle don't, you know, ain't really like that because I mean, it ain't compared to like L.A. or something. But you know, there's shit to get into, man. And uh, you know, what I'm saying so. You know, I just I I, I I hit a lot of bumps and shit on the way out, but uh. You know, rap artists, I'll be rapping and shit. Um, uh, acting, I did some acting uh, before I went to prison and shit. I, I was dabbling in the little film industry and shit. I'm trying to get back into that too. But um, um what else, man? I mean, just uh, man, I'm, I'm a I'm a good homie. You know what I'm saying? And I I love my little nephews and my my little bros, my little homies and shit, man. Uh, I look at them like like my kids and shit, man. And uh, I put a lot of passion into into my little homies and shit. And uh, you know, I know if you would ask them, they'd be like, man, uh. Fiasco's a solid ass motherfucker, man. You know, man, yeah. you you can't ask for anything more. Now we do have something for you, my my. We we have a super exclusive given to us by Mister Fiasco, which we we going to be playing at the end of the show. So I hope you're all ready for it. I, um, I just didn't even want to say. I, I just I just want them to know, like when you say super exclusive. Like, I also tell them the truth, bro. Tell them nobody else has got this. Bro. Nobody <laughs> well, else I mean, has got I mean, this. Listen, listen, I, 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 I keep it real. I did. I, there was a little snippet that came out and shit. But um, as far as like, but you know how not even a snippet. It was like in the background. Like I was just talking shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, you know what I mean? So, but it was like 
no one's gonna know. You know what I mean? Like the, you guys got the full fucking. So it's like a five minute. Uh oh, what happened there? Did we lose them? Uh, for a second. Man, the world don't want us to have this interview. Hold on, you hear me? Oh, there, there we yeah, go. there we go, yeah, there we go. There we go. Okay. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure my uh. My shit, my light stays on and shit right here on the phone. Oh, got you, got you. Okay, okay. We oh, good, so you, we good. You got one of those. I got to be doing, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to be doing those meetings on my phone, bro. I always got to make sure I turn my car back on because I got to keep the Bluetooth yeah. going. <laughs> Technology yeah. is crazy, man. But yeah, man, um, that shit, uh, that shit's exclusive, man. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, the track is called uh, Shooters Only. And yep. um, uh, I, I wrote it in reference to, to my little homies and shit. Uh, you know, and uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it ain't the, the most positive song, but shit, my music really ain't ain't, ain't on no positive shit to be on. You know, everybody knows I'll be on some G shit. I mean, but um, right, you know, what I'm saying, uh, yeah, yeah, shit, it rep you though, it rep you though. It don't even matter yeah. how it come out. It's it's what's real to him. Fuck what anybody talking about. Yeah, yeah that's that. that I, I fucks with that shit. You know, that real hot, yeah. gritty street shit that nobody really fucking with. Yeah, you know what? He keeping it real with him. Not what I like. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what what I like about Payaso, bro, and 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 I and I've been doing, you know, my you, you already know me, stress. When I get a guest, I start going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I listen to his music, bro, and I'm like, okay, he's not the average. Like he has his own style. He has his own technique. He approaches lyrics and beats the way other people don't. You feel me? Right. And. Right. It's 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 gonna be interesting once we hit play for these people at the end of the show. I'm gonna tell you that much. I All mean, right. I, I mean, they already anticipating it now. Like they're like, oh my god, what he does he got? He already know. He's like, he's, he, that's why he laughing. You heard it. You heard it here first. Like he laughed. You know. Well, all I'm saying is I'm honored, proud, and humbled to have the super duper exclusive. No one's got it but us. So once. The other shows start claiming they was the first. We gonna laugh and be like, "Yeah, sure you were." I'm, about to, I'm a I'm a soldier boy. That shit. We did it first. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did this shit before anybody. Before anybody, right? Exactly. Right. Well, because you 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 know better than anybody, Payaso. Unfortunately, we love to take credit for we were the first, but come on, we were like the tenth or eleventh. <laughs> hey, Sometimes you got to do it like that, man. Make motherfuckers work. Make them have to verify that shit. Yeah, right? You better go do your yeah. research. You hey, me. I'm like Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. Check it out. Bro, I love telling David yeah, Knights. Yeah. Don't mess with me, bro. Okay. <laughs> so um, we're going to go like this, bro. Stress, since you are the elevated one today for some unknown reason and you are superstar uh, status, right? Let's get it. Let's get it. You are going to be the first, bro. So we we have some questions, and we're just going to kind of allow you to do your thing, Payaso. So go ahead, yeah, stress sure. first. All right, well, check this out. I got a couple good questions for you, right? The yeah. first one I'm going to throw at you is, if you never went to prison and you was never game banging, what do you mm-hmm. think would you still be pursuing a rap career? Uh, Yeah, I think I, I, think I would have been pursuing a, uh, some type of musical career because it was in my bloodline. You know, my pops was a musician and my brother, my sister, all of us uh, had talent. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah so I, I definitely would be in some type of music situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you, no said, now, you said uh, 
I caught in there. You said your 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 father was a was a musician. Um, what, yeah. what kind of musician was he, bro? Then my dad played like a like Tex Mex. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like Tejano. Tejano oh yeah. Music from Texas oh yeah. Selena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selena made yeah, it very yeah, very he popular. Like that. And uh, uh, he played a lot of country western, man. Like you know what I mean, like that old school fucking uh, uh, what the fuck is it, dude? Willie Nelson and all that shit. You know what I mean? He would wow. do covers. Uh, uh, he, he was dope. I'm not just saying that because that's my pop. My, my he was very, very talented dude, man. Uh, and uh, played the guitar, the drums, and you know he almost got signed back in the '70s and shit uh, with the with the, uh, uh, what was it called, the Texas Tornadoes. They went on to win Grammy awards and everything for the Latin Grammys. But you know wow. he he pisses he fucked this shit off, and you know what I'm saying he told me the whole story, man. That's that you know what I mean uh, about how he you know fucked off his life, really. You know what I mean. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, wow. so he was understanding what I was going through, man. It, it's just a different game. Now we rap, we rapping now. Back then he told me, you know, everybody was, uh, uh you know, singing R&B. Everybody wanted to be a singer. Now everybody want to be a rapper. But back then, you know, everybody, <laughs> uh, you know, the cool guys had the, had the R&B groups and shit. You know I mean, and the, like the temptations and all that type shit, you know? Right. Yeah. That, that brings yeah. me to a point too, that I was going to say, how old were you when music caught your ear? And what, what made you say you were going to do this? And what age was that? And you was like, man, man I'm going to do this. When I was like eight or nine years old, bro, I, I, I was I was listening to a lot of like Bay Area rap and shit. I was listening to like Spice One. Uh, 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 Let's go. You no know, E40, yeah, E40 and shit like that. Too Bay short. Area. Um, so, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and, and uh, I had um, I had a Spice One tape, man. You know what I mean? Uh, 187 proof, I think it was. And Ooh. I was and, and my mom bought it for me for my like eighth or ninth birthday, and I was just rapping. The, every song I just learned them and rapped them and um and, and uh I thought I was a rapper then but I didn't know the concept of writing your own shit I would just tell people I'm a rapper and they'd say bust a rap and I'd start spitting spice one shit I mean but uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I was doing hey, yeah nilly, nilly, I nilly, nilly, fuck about that shit, uh. <laughs> yeah yeah and so you know um yeah so uh, probably about eight or nine years old I knew like man I want this I want I want to I want to do this shit for real, man, you know, and uh, it just came naturally, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, just, it, it, it always been natural. You know, I transitioned from spitting Spice One's lyrics to, you know, actually starting to spit my own shit, you know what I mean? And I was like, okay, this shit's kind of cool, you know what I mean? The reaction I would get from, from homies and homegirls and shit, you know what I mean? The reaction was really what, what made me keep going, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Let me ask you this, Even bro, now, this day. Now, now, uh, now, me being, you know, Mexicano from, from East Los Angeles, California, I know what Mr. Payaso means. For right. uh, the listeners who are not aware of the culture and stuff like that, can you let people, can you break down what Payaso means and how you came up with that nickname? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, 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 I got a lyric in one of my raps. I said, uh, uh, Mr. OG Payaso, but I'm rarely ever joking. Um, yeah, nah, it's an it's a old Chicano gang name you know what i'm saying a gang moniker uh it's a, it's a, it's a it's a common one uh, uh up there along with like joker and mm-hmm. you know uh, mm-hmm. uh dopey and things like that you know the the old chicanos back in the days you know would 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 have little, you know little funny names and shit you know uh smurf dopey uh, uh you know payaso shit like that um right so it's, it's always been in the, in the chicano uh, uh gang culture you know uh, right. i know several payasos you know um but i'm uh <laughs> I got the name when I got jumped into my hood. Uh, I went like maybe a day or two, a day and a half without a name, and that's pretty rare. Usually, the homies name you like that night or before. And um, uh, you know, I always used to have big old size fifty baggy pants. You know, in the nineties, we were all banged out and shit. 
Oh yeah, uh, big old Dickie Davis. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Davis. I always had a can of spray paint, and I was always writing on the wall. And fuck, I was even huffing that shit, so it'd be all over my fucking, all over my face. And you know, I was just I, just a fucking little <laughs> knucklehead ass kid. Yeah, real talk, man. And um, they wanted to call me uh. Uh, a little scrappy, my 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 older homie's uh, name. I didn't want to be little no one. I I was like, nah, I don't. I, I want my own shit. You know what I mean? And thank right. God I didn't go into his name because he he went all bad. But anyways, uh, the the homegirls actually were like, uh, yeah yeah, they were kicking names around. They were like, uh, what do you think about Payaso and shit? And I had always heard Payaso from you know uh, uh uh just knowing the gang Chicano culture. I mean, I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a dope ass name. And when I think right. of Payaso, I think of like uh, the tattoos that. We wear with the clowns and the killer right, clowns and the right. new looking payasos. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's the clowns that that uh that that that, that, that that's what it means to me. I mean, yep, exactly. Yeah. All right, stress. Go ahead. My thing is, what was your most memorable moment on stage or in the studio? Um, bro, we we performed we performed Sasquatch Festival. For those of y'all that don't know, it's like Washington State's Coachella. I mean, there's like seventy thousand fans out there. There's like 10 different stages uh there's a fucking i mean it, it's a weekend event memorial day weekend and um uh, my boy oc notes he's a he's a dj and rapper out of seattle uh he was like put me under his wing and was doing a lot of my first mixtapes and uh, 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 uh he was showing me the game and um he he was getting booked for all these shows and uh he would take me with him and he would let me do like a a two 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 fucking uh song set you know i mean so we yeah. go to uh we go to um sasquatch there's seventy thousand fans in the fucking crowd and he surprised me. He was just like, what's up, bro? Um, you want to perform some songs? I'm like, hell yeah. And uh, he ran two of my songs and I got to perform it off in front of those people. And, and that shit was amazing, man. Like, uh, I'll never. And we just had the time of our life. We stayed out there all weekend. Uh, man, we partied. It, it was fucking badass, man. Like, it, that shit was lit, man. That was probably the best time. One of the best times of my whole life. Uh, you know, I was all fucked up. I'm, uh, I was doing every drug under the fucking sun, but I mean, shit, I, yeah, yeah that's I what it, it's called a festival for a fucking reason, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. For a fucking reason, what the fuck? We seen, we seen, we seen Matt, the rapper Macklemore out there, and he was kicking it with us. He's from Seattle, and uh, I'm, I'm like, I pull out a bag of dope. I'm like, what's up? You want to get high? And he's like, nah, bro, I've been sober for like eight years, man. I'm, he said, I'm about to go to an AA meeting uh, right here backstage. I guess they hold him, they hold him there at the fucking. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, wow. but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we had to. That was one of the most memorable times. Uh, studio times, really <laughs> not too, uh, not, not too memorable in the studios. I usually be like uh, in the cuts and shit. I never really like recorded at like uh, any like extravagant uh, spots and shit. You know what I'm saying? I've always man. just been like uh, when I'm in the studio, it's like what? Ain't nobody ever just walked in the studio that like, you was like, hey, that's such um, a stuff. Nah, nah, not really, man. I mean, uh, 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 yeah, I think one time, uh, the boy Daz Dillinger, he was right there. I was at the studio. Shot and, and out was, to the dog pal. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I was a really yeah. big fan at the time. At the time, I was, like, watching all his DVDs and shit, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? So I, I was a little bit, a little starstruck, but, you know what I'm saying? I, it, it was, it was nothing too major, man, but, um, you know what I'm saying? I wish we could have collabed on some shit, but, uh, you know, it was what it was. But, nah, as far as, like, uh, yeah, there. You know, you know, I ain't really too. Uh, when I do run into like famous rappers and shit, I don't really get too starstruck. I mean, I, you know, what I'm saying it's weird, man. Like if I run into like hood legends, that's when I start. You know, what I'm saying uh, getting a little starstruck and shit. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like street dudes, real street dudes that you hear about all your life or pimps and shit like that. You know, what I'm saying or you know, what I mean big drug dealers, big gangsters and shit. You know what I mean, 
Yeah, Bro, there was a. Uh, uh, this isn't a question, but this is just kind of like one time. Uh, uh, my friend did did like all the the Chicano legends tattoos, right? He has a shop mm-hmm. in Baldwin mm-hmm. Park, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about he's done stuff for Kid Frost, for ALT, yeah. Slow Pain, like any. you name oh, it, he yeah. probably he probably tattooed him, right? Yeah. And <laughs> one time, my brother was gonna get a tattoo, so we was there at the tattoo shop, right? And at that time, it was uh, Slow Pain, ALT, and uh, uh, Frost, and they were called G-Fellas, right? And they came into the shop, and we were sitting there, and we looked up, and we noticed who walked in, and we were like, hey. And my my brother looked at him, and he was like, hey, that's Frost, Slow Pain, and uh, ALT, right? And, like, we we didn't, like, jump up and, oh, my God, right? But we were just kind of, like, lifting our heads, like, oh, hey, we know who they are, right? And we just kept looking at the book, right? (laughs) <laughs> bro, I'll never forget mm-hmm. this. Rest in mm-hmm. peace, Slow Pain, bro. So Slow yeah, Pain yeah, walks true. over to my boy and he's like, "Hey, man, your your homies kind of disrespecting me. Like they just kind of looked at me and nodded and like didn't come up and say, hey, you're.'" And my and my boy turned around, bro. I was like, "Hey, in the tattoo shop, you just mm. you just you, okay? You ain't no big <laughs> star, okay? Now sit down and yeah, shut yeah. the fuck up." <laughs> yeah. Bro, yeah, that was man. One of the <laughs> moments I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> That's crazy, oh, man. man. But getting into a question for you, bro. Um, uh, I thought I'd just share that with you. I thought, I thought that was really funny when I was there. Yeah, that no, day. that's tight, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, bro. And, and he was awesome, bro. Um, but after, uh, but in case y'all don't know, after he clowned him or whatever, we all started talking, and you know, we gave him his props or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard for me, bro, and and I think stress will tell you because he's seen me perform, bro, with people like uh, Spice One, people like Glasses Malone, people like we've been on stage with them, you know, J.O. Felony and Cam, and I wasn't yeah. starstruck, bro, because I think I just feel like y'all was hood people that just got out like what I'm trying to do right now. So yeah. I respect you, but I'm trying to get there. You feel me? Yeah. Now, was I was I excited to meet them? Yeah, of course, because they were people that I was listening to. But I wasn't yeah. starstruck. Does that make sense? Like I yeah. wasn't like, right, right, oh right. my god, you know what I mean? Yeah, Take yeah, a picture yeah. with me. <laughs> I did. Right, right, right. Just well, was it stress? Was I like that? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. The only time I was really like that was when I was kicking it with Goldie Low because he was a real ass nigga. Right. Like, this nigga was like, right, hey. right, right. Yeah. Like, he was just so yeah, smooth, bro. Right? He was just chill. But it was like we was. He was like live. We was in the little studio, but he was like, he was just making sure he was like interactive with people, bro. He was just right, right, right. He wasn't right. like stuck yeah, up but- duty. He was talking, smoking. He was chilling, right. was, you know, like making sure yeah, everybody yeah. that was there was comfortable. And I felt like, man. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to see that side of people, not you know what I'm saying. You know who he is, but it's like, man, he yeah. he didn't make you feel like he was a superstar. He made you feel like, hey, come in and do something. And he like yeah. he, to this day, like me and Goldie still big homies. Like shout out to Goldie, like for real, he's still my yeah, big sure. homie. Yeah, Check yeah. in, like yeah. yeah. And then the sad, yeah, thing is, sad real quick story is I went to school with why well young gangster Derek from Death Row. He got signed okay, okay. when we were at Centennio. He used to come yeah. up there, you know, roll up in a little Lexus, red Lexus, death row chain on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And now he stay out here where I stay in Mississippi, but he's way out like in Macon or something. Bro, he be hitting yeah. me up like, bro, you need to come to the studio, drop a couple traps. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I might, he like, man, come through with the ball of shit. You know what it is? Mm. And I'd be like, bro, yeah. you know, 
I, I still, I, I'm, I'm just looking like, you know, when you meet people, how he said, like you, you, they're, they're regular people, but when you meet the ones that's down to earth and really try to connect and fuck yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, that's, 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 that's that, that, that makes a big difference, man. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 to, to go off what you were saying, you met Goldie, like, uh, uh, uh that brought me a memory. Uh, we met Brother Lynch. We met Brother Lynch right here in Seattle, but he took us into, they wouldn't let us in the club because we was, uh, we was all banged out and shit. We had jerseys. And we were like, man, what the fuck? It's a Brother Lynch concert. What you mean we can't get in? But anyways, his uh, Lynch being a struggling with the security, his homeboy did. Long story short, they ended up hollering at us, what's up? You can get in. And we're like, nah. His bodyguard told us for security. And anyway, we ended up backstage with him, kicking it with uh, uh, his girl. Uh, what's, his, what's her name? The white girl, uh, uh, Zigzag and shit. And uh, low key. Yeah, yeah wow. the food shit, man. Was, was kicking it. We were busting freestyles. Uh, he took my CD and shit, man. And, uh, uh, it, it was cool, man. I mean, it was, it was, you know, them dudes were down to earth, man, and and, uh, and and they didn't, they weren't acting too stuffed up. I don't really run into too many celebrities, anyways, up here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but when they when you do and they if they if they act normal and shit like regular dudes, that that means a lot. You know I mean like just yesterday, uh, 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 Mr. Capone was in Seattle and shit, and uh, you know, I I, I hit him and I, I hit his DMs up and was like, hey, fool, what's up? Uh, you should bump my music and shit on YouTube. And I heard you're in my city. I was just really blindly just. You know, throwing that out there, but the the locker actually got back, or someone on his team got back. I mean, whoever's running his social media page, but I mean, you know, I mean, uh, we were going back and forth for a couple of days and shit. I mean, it was unfortunate I didn't get to make it to the show because uh, uh, it was twenty one and over, and all my little homies, man, I got a squad of little homies, man. Uh, they couldn't get in. You know I mean, but uh, yeah. so so know, just so you know, uh, bro, it's actually him. Oh, okay, that's what's up. That, that that's actually, yeah. It's actually him because I he's uh, I mean, everyone knows I've done production for. Mr. Capone, oh. and every time I've gotten a message from him, it's from him. It's from him directly. Like he'll call you if you leave your number, he'll call you, bro. And it's him. Um, yeah, that's yeah. So uh, yeah. So my question to you, bro, and and this kind of goes with when you just said the brother Lynch hung, he got you in, and you were just hanging out with him, right? Which which is mad, mad respect to brother Lynch. I love brother Lynch hung, bro. <clears throat> but this takes me to a question, bro, that I've been dying to ask. Someone of your caliber, someone who's lived this life, someone who knows the in and out. Um, how did you feel, bro, about the whole uh, Taiga and American Cholo and Mexicans using the N-word? Like, I got to know, bro. How does this feel for you? Um I actually did a reaction to the Taiga Aikaramba video on on, on on my YouTube pay, uh, page. Uh, 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 I got a YouTube page, uh, uh, certified local music is called. But um, yeah, I did a reaction to it. I think they took it down, or or I accidentally deleted it because I was looking for it the other day and it wasn't there. But um, basically, um, what I said in the in the, in, in my video because it's not up there no more. But um, I, I told a quick story about prison, man. You mean uh, uh, in prison? is one of the most violent, racist places on the earth. You know, that's just what it is, man. I mean, you know, the blacks are over here, the whites are over there, the Hispanics are over here. And, um, you know, that's how daily life is. But in the federal prison system and every prison, they got a band, what they call a band room. And it's out on the yard in the recreation department. And in that band room, they got instruments, drum players, uh, all types of shit, man. Uh, and everybody's uh, given an opportunity to get their, a band slot. You sign up and you get to go in there on Sunday nights or Monday nights, whatever your night is. Uh, hip hop night was uh, Sunday nights, and what I seen in there was uh, the hip hop music was so strong that 
that that place right there on Sunday night, there was no racism, there was no beef, there was no nothing. We were all just rapping, and I'm talking about the dopest rappers I ever heard in my life. Because in the feds, it's all people from all 50 states. I mean, you got New York, Florida, Texas, uh, California, all the dopest rappers from all over America were in that bitch. And um, you know what I'm saying? We would just spit, trade them, uh, pass the mic around, and uh, uh, it, and it was it was all love, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, even in the beginning, I remember there was a little tension because when we walked up in there, all the homies, you know, we're all bald head, shaved head, mustaches, tattoos. And, and, and we walk in there, it was a, a hip hop night and all the black dudes were in there and they were like, what the fuck? They thought we were coming in there to trip. But the homie was like, nah, man, my homie just got here uh, from another prison. He wants to bust some raps. And they were looking at me like, man, this dude's going to kill our vibe. Because they probably thought I was going to come like, I don't know what they thought. But you know what I mean, I had an impression that they thought like I was going to come with some whack ass shit. So I started spitting and they were like, damn, this motherfucker's like that. So they recruited me and I started going there every Sunday. And then years later, I learned that every federal prison has a band room. And um, and I can tell you like this, if if if, if Tyga would have been on a prison yard like that and he would have did a video or a skit like that, it would it would have caused a fucking riot, bro. You know what I mean, you know, mm-hmm. somebody hurt bad. We would have had to demand, you know, that uh, that he be taken off the yard. You know I mean by his own homies like y'all got to deal with them or we're going to deal with them. And if we got to deal with them, you know, what I'm saying everybody's going to get dealt with. It would have been a bad situation, man. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, oh. you know, uh, yeah, sad. I mean, that's. Yeah, it, it just it ain't cool, man. To do, and I don't even think he meant to do it, bro. You know what I mean, I don't, I don't think he had intentions to do hey, that. He I said the same thing. I said he was high as hell. He was on drugs, <laughs> and like it was a bad idea, bro. He didn't ask yeah. none of his big homies. He didn't ask like that's like me. I can't go, man. If I would have asked Loon, hey Breeze, do you think it's a good idea I dress up as a big cholo and do brown face? This I dude would have looked at me oh and probably smacked me. And then say, what do you think, fucker? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you serious right now? You know, like, are you serious right now? Do you know what you're going to do? Just like you said, you would have to be disciplined by your own people or we going to do something. What what I had said, Payaso, was the song itself was not bad. I actually did like the Spanish flavor he brought to it, right? I said, had he come out as just Tyga with that flavor... It would have been a, it would have been great, but when you right. went brown face and bald head and eating salsa chips, watching lucha libre, jumping in the yeah. six four with a license plate that said gordo, like bro, this is where you cross the line. Yeah, I mean, and for years, dog, the Chicanos have been getting clowned. Uh, we didn't have a representation on television. If you notice, back in the days when they would have Hispanic gang members on TV, they would come in with bandanas and hey, homes and and all <laughs> fuck. Come on, man. School dance, bro. School dance. Look at school then, dance. Even, even when colors came out, like them dudes were kind of like on some clown shit. But the only, the first time I seen like a, a solid representation was uh, when Training Day came out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and, and they yeah. showed the off. And uh, and I was like, okay, this is like how the homies are. You know how we kick it and be and be and be clowning and and how serious we are. You know what I mean? But right. uh, I, I hadn't really seen too much after any more representation after that. So. You know, if Tiger wanted to pay homage, uh, you know, he could have he could have done it in, 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 in a better fashion. And he could have even clowned, too. Like, look how they did Friday when Ice Cube did Friday. He, you know what I mean? Uh, and I was a little bit insulted by that, personally. You know what I mean? Uh, see? But I mean, you see? Yeah. yeah by the Friday, brothers, that. With the brothers and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? With the oh, little okay, so, so basically, Payaso, what I had said is, and stress can attest, bro, I was saying, unfortunately, as Mexicanos, we pick and choose what's offensive. Like most people thought that was funny, right? 
Like, have you ever seen 22 Jump Street? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so remember when Homeboy is acting like a cholo and then he introduces yeah. his partner? My, he's like, name, My is name is Jeff. Jeff. Right? I said, yeah, yeah. everybody laughed at that and gave it a pass where I felt that was super offensive. Like, yeah, no, I, that's not yeah, funny. I, you're trying to clown my fucking culture, man, and, and uh, it just it's, it's just not cool, man. You know what I mean? I right. mean, I'll, I'll, and then it's like this: if y'all did it to us, we'd be on the same boat, like y'all on the same boat. We are, like you feel me? We'd be on right. y'all heads, like y'all on us. Like this is disrespectful. So I don't understand how we, as a culture, don't feel like other stuff is disrespectful. And then here's the worst thing for me about it: when I said the N word, right? He's saying Mexicans, right? My whole thing is. There's not just Mexicans, it's other denominations, it's Latinos, Puerto Ricans, it's El Salvadorians. Like we went through the list of it. But as black people, what I was saying was we don't even like we just black. So we don't have no color denomination when it comes past that. Right. Like we right. like if you brown, you Hispanic, whatever. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Just, yeah. You know, that's it's more like ignorance is bliss, but we both in the struggle, right? We've been side by side doing the same thing. We kind of close to the same neighborhood. We all live in property. We're not rich. We're trying to be rich, but we're not rich. So right. what's the yeah. point of us not helping each other? Because like I said, the rap community is going to be dead because none of us is lifting none of us up. We're going to exactly. be lifting the rock forever. Like rock exactly. is going to live forever. Like they could still pack out stadiums. Brett Michael can come with hair plugs. In a wheelchair, <laughs> bro, <laughs> with a voice throat thing singing his songs, bro, and people That's are showing true. up. That's true. I think, well, I, 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 I just I, feel I, like, like Biaso's on the right track when he said about the band room and, and man, everybody put everything to the side because they brought the talent instead of the beef. You feel me? Go ahead, Biaso. I mean, I mean, no, I just think that it, it, it ends up being like a clash of cultures where like, like it's natural for human beings to want to be the big bad tribe. I mean, it goes back to the tribal days, like the Aztec days and the and the Zulu days and shit in Africa. It, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like our tribal, we were always tribal. We were always uh, warriors and trying to be uh, better than the next tribe. You know what I mean? And, right. and, and you know that, that's, that's building us. Uh, you know, naturally, even that's why the gang shit is like it is because you know, uh, uh, like out here in, in my city and shit, uh, all the homies used to be cool out here, but now we're not. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I and I. I it was more of like a, a machismo thing, like who's tougher, who's whose click is harder, and and, and uh, we start bumping heads, and then you know what I'm saying, and then next thing you know, it's it just uh, it, a little disrespect turns into more, and then and then it goes uh, further. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I get that. It, I get that. Yeah, it, it turned the street okay. shit for real. It turned the yeah, street for shit sure. for real, and it, it, it's not like that, but it's just how we were raised. We're a product of an environment. Like that brings me like like not trying to cut you off, but I feel like. You're touching so hard on that because they don't understand this because you've lived the street life. That's why you got to let them go back into your history too. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be out here <clears throat> for real, for real. And some people are really out here for real. They're not just rapping and shit, y'all. Like you got to watch right. who you talk to. Yeah, you know exactly. And I feel like, like I know, like you just, uh, like you're not trying to go mm -hmm. hardcore on them. Like, you know, you, but you're telling them like when you come to my city, you know, you could still get it too, like anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get it twisted because we're not, pub like we're the hardcore city that everybody else is in but we out here yeah. with the shits you know what i'm saying yeah yeah all right stress, uh <clears throat> you you're up all right this is a two-part question for you you know what i'm saying okay. one of them is i want to know where your background like influence came for you to rap like i know you touched on spice one a little bit but then okay. the other question to you will be what makes you stand out personally as a rapper, as an Hispanic rapper or a Mexican rapper, as you would say, you know what I'm saying? What makes you feel like 
you stand out and it's your style and how did it all form together? Like, how did you come up with all that? You know, your formula for you. Yeah, yeah that's a good question. Uh, my influences, man, uh, came from, uh, like I said, like Spice One. And then I, I was really heavy into the Master P when uh, he was uh, living in the Bay and shit. Uh, uh, back in the day, Ice Cream Man and TRU uh, and to the game. I listened to all that shit influenced me. Uh, 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 Tupac, when I went to prison the first time, I got a hold of uh, Me Against the World. And that shit, I used to play it on repeat, man. And uh, I wrote a lot of songs on that shit. Um, uh, I've, I, you know what I'm saying? I've had a lot of influence, man. Chicano rappers, too. Like, I got my hands on a, on a brown side tape. Uh, 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 back when I was in prison too, and I was like, okay, this is this is like that. And when Night Out first came out, when Night Out came out, uh, 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 it was kind of frowned upon uh, in my city to bump that kind of music and shit. So when a couple of my homies had those tapes, uh, the Chicago rappers, like we had to play it on the download because other homies were fine. Like take that shit out. The, you know what I mean? Like they're bumping, you know, Brother Ben Sebo, you know, Mac Mall shit like that. But um, I always liked it. You know what I mean? Because because you know I, I'm, I'm a, and I identify with that. You know what I mean? So um, so I had so so I had influences uh, too for uh, Chicano rap, and if you know if you listen to my shit, I wasn't always uh, 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 rapping uh, a Chicano rap style. You know what I mean? When I first came out, I was just rapping regular. You know what I mean? I probably didn't even say any Spanish words at all. You know what I mean? Um, I might have been word here and there, man. If I go back to some of that shit, you know what I mean? But yeah. I was young. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 I was uh, being heavily influenced by like the mob figures and shit like that, hustler. And, the jack and and so my music was a different type of music um uh and then and then and then to be downright honest i i just fucking uh went into full chicano rap uh of mode uh after me and uh ese locote dropped uh uh, uh south side gangsters and shit i mean i wrote a song about for the homies and shit uh and um uh it, it, it took it took fire and shit man and, it, 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 and the numbers went up and i was like damn i under i underestimated uh 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 my gente, you mean I underestimated the raza, the, the Hispanic uh, uh, market out there. You mean like these these motherfuckers? Uh, they want to get And so you know, it was crazy because when I, my first music that I used to put out, uh, I, I would just call it like hustling music. I was just rapping about like hustling and shit like that. Uh, I wouldn't get that many views, man. I might get like a hundred views or two hundred views or something like that. But when I started doing uh, rapping like Chicano gang music, man, the numbers just start skyrocketing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. it was, I, I, you know, my thing is that's what your people have been waiting for. Not not trying to put it like that, but that's what they've been waiting for. They've been waiting for their own lane to really get behind, and you gave them that. Like, I mean, shouts out to you for that. Like, you know, a lot of people are scared to do, like you said, I did one thing because I want to be like this, and then it was like, that's not getting, like, you know what I'm saying? You That's a genius mind to say, I got to change this to get this. And then when I yeah. change this, I got this result. And guess what? I'm gonna stick with what I got, and it's a nice formula. It works for me, you know. It I is, like and that. I've always, I've always liked that. I've always liked that style. Uh, I got a couple of homeboys, like older homies that I grew up with. Like they don't, even, they don't listen to my newer shit. I mean, uh, yeah. uh, you know, older shit like that. But they, they never listen to Chicano rap, anyways. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, the uh, second question though, you were talking about how I stand out. Um, I don't really think that. Um, the only thing that I think I stand out is when people see me. They, 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 they assume like, oh, this fool's from California, dog. I mean, like he's rapping about prison and, 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 and saying that all this crazy shit. But then they're like, nah, yeah, he's an out of state homie. I mean, which isn't rare. You know, we have a lot, a lot of out of state rappers, uh, like so, so forth from Oklahoma and, uh, Travieso, rest in peace from Colorado, you know? So, so, you know, there's out of state rappers, 
Um, uh, but I think that's what the first thing that stands is they're like, oh, where's he from? And then they find they realize, oh, this was from Seattle. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. it's always been like prison. When I was in California in prison, you know, uh, with 99% California homies, and I'll be the only homie from Washington State, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. That makes doubt the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Looney, what you got for him? Let's go, bro. <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like Payaso how he keeps my undercover name undercover <laughs> thanks Breeze I appreciate it I'm trying to get used to it I can't help it bro no, I, I can't I, help I, it that I call you what I call you I'm trying I understand bro we've been brothers for almost 20 years I get it hey, bro. let's get him <laughs> no, let's get it let's get it all right so this one, this one, Payaso, um, you know, I really thought about this question. I'm like, man, I hope he really doesn't take offense to it. Um, but it's just, you know, we, we've all lived in, in a world, you know, that's crazy. And we all lived in a world where people don't feel they, you know, they have the love at home. So they go to the street. My question right. to you is. How did you get involved with the gang life, bro? Was it just a homie that got you involved? Was it, man, you know, I just, I, I love the respect that I get here than I do, you know, anywhere else. Like, what was, what guided you to go to that life, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good question, man. Uh, uh, to, to, to be downright honest, um, you know, uh, my dad, my pops, uh, 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 he raised me, you know what I'm saying, with my mom. And my dad was a, was a gang member. You know I mean, he, he was right. he was a gang member. And he was a, a drug dealer, and uh, he glorified it in the house. He always talked about prison and and this this and that. And um, uh, I think uh, when I was like eight or nine years old, uh, he we went on a family outing when the, the movie American Me came out. My dad was all pumped up. He's like, "Oh, we're gonna go see this movie." And we, he took my mom, my sister, my brother. We, we it was like a literally a family outing, and we went to go watch American Me. When I when I seen American Me, because I had seen Boys in the Hood and minister society but when i seen american me i was like oh shit these dudes are, are like you know, they look like me i mean they look like my, my uncles and, and and my dad and shit and uh right at that time that's all i was thinking about was like i, I want to be a gang member it just solidified it uh, uh and i would see the gang members around the neighborhood uh in the 90s 90s it was more prevalent um but you know uh uh just just, just growing up around it i always knew that i wanted to, to to be in that to be a gang member so you know, my mom and dad were on it. They were heroin addicts. They were always strung out on dope and shit at the house, or my dad was locked up. So I would always leave, skip out of school and leave with my sister. And we actually met uh, the, the homies right here in downtown. Back in the 90s, my, my clique used to kick it in downtown Seattle. And uh, uh, when I met these dudes, I said, damn, man, these dudes are like a real fucking gang. Like, it, it ain't no, this ain't no middle school shit or, or, or no made up. Like, these, these dudes are the real deal, man. I mean, they're tattooed up, bald heads, uh, Cortez, or, uh, you know, they looked to look and they looked the part and they they were out there hanging out and uh and they took me in, man. You know what I mean? Slowly but surely, you know, they really were trying to get at my sister, you know what I mean? But I was just there. I was <laughs> but uh shout out to my homie Thumper, man, the devil. But Why yeah, they I have re- a flashback of Friday, bro. I just had a flashback of Friday to try to get at the sister. <laughs> yeah, going on, man, you know what I'm saying? And uh, uh even my sister became from the hood. But yeah, shortly after that, I got jumped into the hood, man, and uh and to be honest, man, uh, like a month later, I was having second thoughts of why, if I, you know what I mean? I wasn't comfortable, you know what I mean? Like, like having the obligation to have to be out there, like the homies were on me, like, 
you know, you got to come downtown every day. You got to do this. You got to do that. And they were sweating me. And I was like, damn, I kind of missed the luxury of just smoking weed and kicking it out on my couch at, at my mom's house. You know, so I, I remember like thinking, struggling with myself, like, damn, man, you know, did, did, did I make the right choice of, of doing this? You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, it, it was what it was, man. Um, and I started out just a little dude. I was the smallest dude, the little guy. I was just a young dude. Uh, I was so small. They didn't even want to jump me in that night. They told me like, he's too, he's too little. You know I mean, the OGs were like, you know, what the fuck is he going to do for the hood? You know I mean, but you know, they did. And uh, for years I didn't have a voice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was just a little homie and shit. And, uh, you know, then I started getting locked up and getting knowledgeable and, and, and on, on, on how shit works. And then, uh, and then when I came out, I think it was the second time I came out of prison, uh, I started like voicing my opinion and demanding shit. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and, uh, before you know it, man, fucking I'm on the front line. I'm like the, 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 the face of the whole, uh, the whole hood. You know what I mean? I feel you, I feel you bro. You up stressed. I mean, you, can't, you can't speak my hood without, without, uh, without them knowing me really you can't speak sureños in seattle to, or, or even probably, probably the fucking state you know I mean without without uh, and i'm not trying to toot my own horn but i mean you know what i'm saying like that's just what it's been man it's been a, it's been a long ass journey i've been doing this shit this gang shit for like 25 years man you know what i mean since 1994 yeah. you know yeah. what i'm saying uh, yeah. uh you know i mean shit man this shit uh it's kind of crazy man when you think about it like that man because you know a lot of people don't make it that long man and uh i've had a lot of bad luck I've been to prison hella times, but I've I've had a lot of good luck too, man. Because you know, I you get out because just... you here, you here, baby. Here, all right, stress all you, man. Man, check this out. I got another two part for you, right? Okay. Now, the first part is gonna be: Was this always your dream, or did you want to do something else? What you talking about? Uh, uh, like uh, music, yeah. like like nah, like being like you know doing music. Like was music really your dream, or did you want to just be an actor? Like you said, you dibble dabble in acting. So did you nah. want to be an actor? Did you want to just be like a multimillionaire on a yacht, you know, owning a Fortune five hundred? Like I, you know, what I'm saying like, did you have dreams to do something else besides music? You know what I mean? Man, I I, I fucking always uh had to like going on tour and fucking actually making money in the rap game, and like you know I was watching other dudes like damn man how how are these fools fucking like when Capone used to speak on him again, you know, when he was doing that shit in the nineties, he was everywhere doing low rider shows. And you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, man, you know what I mean? These, these fools are straight banged out gang members, but they're getting in, in fucking events. And you know, how do you do it? How, how, how do I do this? I didn't know. I still really don't know the game and shit. You know what I mean, but you know, uh, uh, yeah, I always, I always, that's what the, the, my, my end game was like, you know, I want to be successful, you know what I'm saying? In, in the rap game and, uh, uh to where I'm, I'm comfortable I'm making money. Cause I mean, shit, man, I mean, who who wouldn't want to want to do it like that, man? I mean, even the times when I went to Sasquatch Festival and my homie took me to a couple other shows, man, that was cool, man. I, like th that dude was paying all his bills off of his uh off the shows he was getting, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, you know, puts and dice and shit like that. And I was like, man, and he's traveling, and and, and the shit is just cool, man. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would like to be in the business uh behind the scenes, like more later on, because I'm older now. You know what I mean? So you know, I always said rapping is 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 more of a young man's game, man. You know what I mean? But but I mean, I got a lot to say, so I'm still doing it. But um, you know, at this age, man, I should be behind the scenes, like with my own label, signing people and doing shit like that, man. But uh, you know, like I, you know, I've, I've been to prison so many times, it kept, you know, I took a lot of falls and shit, man. You know what I mean? It it always uh, it always fucked shit up, man. But um, I had other dreams. That's one thing my pop told me, man. He was like, uh, you know, you got to have a plan A, B, C, and D, man. You know, what I mean? if rapping don't work, then find something else. And I I was in prison with him and uh. When he paroled, when he got out, man, I sat there in my cell, man, and I just started writing all these plans down, like, you know, everything, man. Uh, I had plans of doing, uh, 
uh, car washes and magazines and uh, movies. I wrote a movie script, uh, a full-blown movie script, um, uh, uh, all types of shit, man. I had all these aspirations and shit, man. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know, and I, I, I mean, shit, man. A lot of times, man, my dad always told me, too, like, man, procrastination will fucking kill you, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just fucking say you're going to do things and then don't do them. You know what I mean? He said he, that's what he did in the 70s and pissed his life away. You know what I mean? But uh, and, and that's funny you say that because that's what brought me to my second question. If, if you wasn't doing this music thing, what would you be doing? You feel what I'm saying? What would you be if you wasn't doing I, music, what would you really be doing? Like you're yo, you you're feel like a nine to five, like you said, you write movie scripts and all that X, you know what I'm saying? You had the car wash that did, but if you wasn't doing music like you're doing it now, what would you yeah. be doing like in this time? Like what what would be one of your plan B's or C's, you know what I'm saying? Like to push forward that you feel like you can accomplish. I'd probably be doing what I'm doing now because I don't really feel like I'm even like uh, 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 doing music uh, in terms of like uh, it's not full time. I mean, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I don't really feel like um, it's not it's not a means of making money yet. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, hopefully this run it will. I was having a conversation with my homie and I think this time out because uh, I just got out. You know what I mean, you got to remember. But uh, uh, I think this time around, it, I'm going to have a good run and, and, and it's, I'm going to actually be able to monetize off of it. Uh, but if not, you know what I'm saying? Then, uh, uh, uh you know, I, I'm not no fucking, uh, bummy ass motherfucker. I'm always going to have a job or, or a hustle or something. You know I mean, in, in, a in a, in a nice spot, nice car, all that shit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, do your thing. I feel you. I feel you. You got to keep it pushing no matter what. You know what I'm saying? You fall, you getting right back up. <laughs> yeah. I've had many jobs, man, but you know, I mean, uh, 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 you know, everybody wants to be their own boss, man. Nobody wants to be working their whole life and shit, man. Some people are comfortable with working a, a, a construction job or, or, you know what I'm saying, busting their ass, man. But I mean, shit, man, you know, uh, there, there's there's a lot of uh, ways to make money and shit, man, out here, man, in the streets, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, 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 I'm trying to put together this magazine. I've been trying to put this magazine together uh, for the prisoners, uh, for the homies in prison uh, for, for, for a few years now. So I've been working on this magazine called Rico Magazine. And it's basically just like a uh, like a, a Chicano culture, uh, Chicano, uh, uh, just our culture and shit. You know I mean, in a magazine form, because in prison magazines are huge. It's like, you know, that's all we got in there is magazines. I mean, and, uh, and uh, the magazine game is crazy, man. In prison, anybody been to prison knows about the magazine game. They know that shit's fucking crazy. And there's money to be made in that shit, too. Heard that. Heard that. Man. So, Breeze, what you got for him? Well, um, I did have one of those, but you took it. <laughs> Um, hey, great minds think alike, bro. I can't, yeah, I can't, yeah. yeah he great. stole my end game. He stole the end game from me, so I can't ask that neither. Because he was like, at the end game, I wanna. So I, well, I'm gonna skip past it. <laughs> actually, this, this, this a pretty, uh, this actually a pretty good one right here. Um, so let me ask you this, bro. And if I was able to build a time machine, and you were yeah. able to go back. And you, well, let me rephrase that. If I built a time machine and you had a choice of going back and fixing things or leave them, leaving them the way they were, what would be some of the things you would do with that time machine? Um, I think that I would uh, try to try to, to not start uh, using drugs and alcohol, man. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? I think that that uh drugs alcohol um are a lot of people's downfall and me personally it's, it's been my downfall uh many many times uh, uh matter of fact every time 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I, I've, I've rapped about it in my raps. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, for doing drugs and, uh, uh, you know, there was a point when all I was doing was just drinking and doing meth. I mean, and and and, and just running out, just doing psycho shit. I mean, uh, on my way to prison. I mean, uh, it always starts off small. You know what I mean? It always starts off just a tad bit. Then you know you're partying, then you know, and uh, and then next thing you know, you know, you're driving around a car with five people and five guns looking for enemies, and you know, you it's just crazy. I mean, um, so yeah, that's probably you know, if you take out drugs and alcohol of the equation, you can accomplish a lot. You know I mean, and uh, I know I can. You know I mean, because every time I'm I, I come out of prison and I'm clean and sober, uh, well, I wouldn't say sober. Like the alcohol is like you know, I mean, that's 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 you know, but you know, but hell, fuck it. You know I mean, both of them. You know I mean, if you could take both of them out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I think I can move mountains. I know my father could. My dad was hella intelligent, man. Like, I didn't get to know him real well until we were actually cellies in prison. And I was like, damn, dude, you're fucking, you are fucking very highly intelligent, man. I mean, I never knew that about my pop. And, uh, uh, you know, but he even knew it. He admitted it. You know, drugs and alcohol, man. He was like, you know, if, if, if you're fucking with that, you know, you're, you're always going to have a downfall, man. And it's, uh, it's a lot of people's downfall. You know what I'm saying? And it's been my downfall, man. I turned a I turned a six month probation violation into a seven year federal prison sentence, man, because I wow. wanted to get high and be fucking. Uh, you know, I had a lot of shit going too, man. I had a I had a, a podcast back when podcasts weren't even really popular. I had a prison podcast in 2012, uh, 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 right here in Seattle, and um, it was doing good. You know what I mean? Microsoft was starting to sponsor us, and uh, things were going good. And I did I told you guys I did an independent film. Uh, uh, I did an independent film uh, uh, called Amity Gage. It was a high, high budget fucking, uh, uh, really a blockbuster, man. Like when you look at it, uh, uh, and I pissed all that shit away, man, because I kept getting high and I, I kept getting dirty ways. And my PO was like, "Man, bro, just stop getting high, plain and simple." And I didn't want to listen, and I kept going and going and going. And next thing you know, I just fucking I'll go on the run and catch me when you can, type shit, you know. And, 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 and that always makes the scenario worse. I mean, uh, uh, you know, and just just digging myself deeper in a hole, just deeper in a hole. You know what I mean? So when I finally did get locked up again, yet for the, like the eighth time, I'm sitting in a motherfucking uh, prison, uh, this time the most worst violent prison in America uh, on the East Coast called Big Sandy. And uh, they call it Murder Mountain. And I'm sitting there and I'm in the fucking hole. I'm in the hole because me and the homies, we did some shit and we go to the hole. Uh, uh, and I'm just, it was Christmas Day and it's fucking, we're in these little dog cages out there. I'm in a fucking dog cage. On Christmas Day in prison, and, and I'm te- and I'm telling myself, damn, nine months ago I was at the Sasquatch Festival performing in front of seventy thousand people, and now I'm on this fucking mountain they call Murder Mountain with all these lifers and shit, and uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out here alive or not. You know what I mean, it's your boy Breeze, feel the breeze along with stress, the realest sensation. Stay tuned for part two of Feel the Breeze with our guest for the night. Bayaso man coming at you from Seattle, Washington. And we got that new banger. Tell them what it is. Yeah, we do. We got a new track called Shooters Only, fresh off the motherfucking grill. I've uh, been waiting a long time to release this track, and I finally did. I'm, I'm letting it go with you guys, man. So let's get it. <laughs> 